common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. Coming up, we still have a lot of great guests. We will be speaking with the NYPD Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell. She's going to be telling us how they plan on getting crime down and taking back our city. But we also have another special guest on the line. We have with us today is Larry Kudlow. And uh, Larry is supposed to tell us what, what, what the heck is going on. I mean, you have a roller coaster stock market. The economy seems good. I'd rather hear what you have to say. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Lydia. Uh, Look, um, among the big news items this week was the huge increase of inflation, nearly 8% uh, for the last 12 months in February, which had really no impact from the Putin invasion. But the problem here is that the President Biden continues to blame inflation on Putin, and Putin is not the cause of inflation because inflation has been rising for over a year, and it's been rising because of, number one, too much deficit spending by the federal government, and they've just done another $1.5 trillion bill, which is unpaid for. Number two, the Federal Reserve keeps printing money and jamming new cash into the economy. And number three, probably most important right now, is that the Biden administration, uh, like a regulatory regulatory behemoth, a regulatory octopus, is using all of its federal agencies to stop the production and pipelining of fossil fuels, oil and gas. So we have an inadequate supply. We're a couple million barrels a day below where we were at the peak in late 2019, early 2020. And that's too bad because we need all the oil and gas we can get. If we put more on the market, the prices would fall. If we completed the XL pipeline, which could be done in one year, not two years, as Biden said today, if we stopped the deficit spending, if we stopped the money printing, we could conquer inflation. And we'd have more reasonable prices of gasoline at the pump. But you know what? The president has to acknowledge that these issues exist. And he's in complete denial about it so far. And if you don't own the problem, you're not going to solve the problem. And therefore, I'm very concerned, John, that this inflationary outburst and this shortage of uh, fossil fuels, oil and gas, and so forth, it's not going to have a happy ending for Joe Biden's Washington. But maybe more importantly, it's not going to have a happy ending for average working folks around the country. This will lead to an inflationary recession. I don't buy into the soft landing arguments, and I'm quite concerned. I know the cavalry's on the way, and I know the Republicans are going to do very well in November, the latest Wall Street Journal poll out this afternoon shows a big GOP lead uh, over the Democrats in the midterms. But between now and then, we got issues. And I'm very concerned that this will not have a happy ending. Larry, I had the Canadian minister and his whole staff in, in, the, in the office uh, today. And uh, we're gonna, 
We'll interview him later on, me and Lydia. Mm -hmm. And basically what he said to me is Canada and Alberta, which is the the main place where the crude oil is, has 170 billion, billion uh, barrels of oil. We know yeah. that Alaska has 70 billion uh, uh, barrels of oil. That's not counting the Arctic Ocean. That's not counting the Arctic Ocean. Why are we making the the foreign enemies rich? Why are we making OPEC and Saudi Arabia zillionaires again when we have all the oil we can uh, use? I mean, what, what do you say you, Larry? Well, you know, it's, those are all the right questions. I, I'll relate an anecdote. I had Rick Perry, former energy secretary, Texas governor, on the show uh, last night or the night before. And he said, instead of sending American diplomats to Iran or Venezuela to negotiate for oil, we should have a special envoy to Midland, Texas, where they they might be able to make a peace treaty with the oil and gas industry. And, John, I loved what you told me last night at dinner, the idea of North American energy independence, Canada, United States, and Mexico. I mentioned it on my show today because I think that's exactly right. You've got three allies with, you know, as you say, billions and billions, hundreds of billions of barrels of oil, God knows how much natural gas, and that could be used into LNG exports. Energy independence for North America, because you know what we have? We have two civilized countries. We have Canada, we have the United States, and we do have Mexico, too, with nice people. And you know what happens? We have uh, civilized people, and we're tiptoeing through the tulips, and we're fighting dictators. We're fighting the Chinese dictators. We're fighting the Russians dictators. You know what it's going to be? It'll be the end of the Roman Empire like it was. Larry Larry Kudlow, I have a quick question because the president confused me. I was listening. I know he's confused a lot, but he confused me even further. Again, he reiterated saying that it has nothing to do with oil and drilling and that the oil companies, they have plenty of permits and they're just not drilling. And this is price gouging. What is the reality? Because I feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah, well, I think the president is spreading misinformation. Correct. And I think he's, frankly, doing it deliberately because he's dominated by these, you know, radical climate change people. Look, um, there are leases, okay, but leases are leases. What really matters, whether you're on federal lands or private lands. I mean, most of the drilling is on private lands, not federal lands. But what's happened is this regulatory uh, octopus, FERC, Interior Department, Energy Department, EPA, lately the SEC and the Federal Reserve, they are stopping. They will not grant permits based on the Endangered Species Act based on the Clean Water Act, based on um, NEPA permitting. They are denying permits to either drill or to pipeline. And they're using some, frankly, crazy metrics to deny it, particularly anything on environmental grounds. They're using this idea of the social cost of carbon, which is a made-up metric. It is not a universally agreed upon metric. 
And they're trying to say, they're trying to estimate, if you build a pipeline, Lydia, what will the upstream impact be? What would the downstream impact be? What will the global impact be? What's happened over the last three centuries? Okay, three As centuries? our friend used to say, Larry, they're full of crap. Uh, yeah. Larry, saying, uh, they're full of crap. They're, <laughs> Thank you. They're, they're using that as an excuse to prevent drilling and pipelining. It's a very important point, which Mr. Biden will not understand, you know, will not agree to, will not acknowledge. They're stopping it. So you may have a lease. You might even have a permit to drill, but they will interfere and block it under these crazy environmental metrics. And uh, this is new. We faced this in the Trump administration, and we frankly dismissed them because they're not universally acknowledged metrics. And they're, you know, they're, 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 they're pulling out stuff that doesn't exist. Larry Kudlow, we're out of time. I want to thank you for calling in. And I, I will be listening to your show on WABC Radio uh, tomorrow on Saturday. Every Saturday between 10 and 1. And you are great during that period of time. And He's great always. Great always. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you kids. so much and have a good flight. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, are we taking the commissioner or are we going to a break? We got a break. We got to take a break, break and we'll come back with the commissioner.